Internets, parking tickets. Internets, traffic stop. Internets, public disturbance. Internets, you need law. Do you have pain? Internets, you need law. Have your feelings been hurt by the internets? Have you been ghosted? Have you been mosted and then ghosted? If you suffer pain, you need law. You need the law offices of Jenkins, Jenkins, Jenkins and Associates, LLC. We will fight for you. We will help heal your pain. Internets, put your hand on your phone right now and dial 1-800-223-9797. Jenkins and Jenkins because my girlfriend she left me and took my phone Jenkins helped me get my phone back thank you Jenkins Jenkins and Jenkins is the best lawyer I ever had I slipped and fell in a pizza shop and now these guys give me free pizza every day oh Jenkins thank you Jenkins I was behind on my rent Jenkins and you made sure I stayed in my apartment Oh, thank you, Jenkins. Thank you. Jenkins, 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 and Associates. We're lawyers. We are back again for your ear holes. It's your favorite running mouth podcast, Talkitecture. All right, the world is coming to an end. Civilization is ending as we know it, and we are here to talk you through this madness. It's your host, your buddy, Dallas Penn. I'm here with the, the super producer, A-King. A-King, how are you, sir? I'm well, man. Can't complain. How are you, sir? I don't want to hear no I don't want to hear no complaints, brother. I don't want to hear nah, no complaints in here. No complaints, man. Nothing tonight. Yeah, Nothing I thought tonight. I lost my wallet recently. Man, that would have been the only complaint, but I didn't. What happened? You got your pocket pick? Nah, you know, I was getting in and out of the car, and mm. it, was, it was in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. And um, I was at my, wherever I was at. Okay. You know, you reached in your pocket, you don't feel the bulge. Mm. Pause. <laughs> no, I, no, I mean I don't think there's a pause for that. Because <laughs> I already prefaced. I mean, I mean, because if you if you right, and if you got a bulge on the if side, randomly say, "Yo, my I ain't feel my bulge." <laughs> <laughs> if you got a bulge on the side, man, that might you gonna need ointment for that. That's something that you might need <laughs> ointment for. But yeah, nah. I'm okay. Good. All right. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yes, fantastic. Yes, yes. Yes. All right. So again, let's go around our, our table right now, and and introduce some of the talking texts we have in here tonight. Uh, my man, Gy, how you doing, sir? Man, I can't complain, man. I just got back in New York pretty recently, man. So we had a nice little warm weather day. Where were you at? Where were you at? I went back to the crib. Okay. I went back to Chicago, affectionately known as the crib. So, okay. you know, it was good. Got to see some fam and, you know. How often do you go to Chicago? Man, I try to get back at least three to four times a year. Okay. You know, sometimes I go, like, I, I host some of these events, and I go back for that, or, you know, I just... So I, you're, not, you're not going back like a, a commuter. You're going back as somebody who, like, goes back to, to visit to touchdown. Oh yeah! Like you're yeah. not going back every week. Well, no, I'm not. No, I I would like for you when it gets to that point. It's gonna get to that point, but okay. you know, it's the home. It's the home base. I gotta recharge my battery. You feel me? Dig that. Dig that. Dig that. All right, right alongside you, we have our friend Haitian Miguel. What's going on, brother? Que pasa? Chilling, chilling. I don't speak Spanish though. You don't. Don't reply to me in Spanish. <laughs> I won't. Okay, back. I want, I want <laughs> to see your wallet. Cause yeah, <laughs> want to see your wallet. Yeah, can I see it? <laughs> you said, yeah, that shit's way, dude. <laughs> I want to see so, everyone's so, wallet. So, 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 so now, imagine. All right. I'm, I'm used to Bro. that. Everybody put, no. your, put your wallet. Uh, like, uh, everybody put your wallet. Everybody put your wallet. Everybody put your wallet. That was like my father's wallet. That's okay. my dad's wallet. Everybody put your wallet. Oh, no. That's funny. 
wallet. I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all right. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Internet, internet. As I look at these wallets, yo, no. The finished wallets. Okay. Got the most money. Got the most money. Has the most money. Yeah. That that would be that. That's probably gonna be our guest right now. That's, yeah. that's definitely gonna be our guest. He's killing. I can sign that. That is my dad's wallet. Rips and all. He causes hip problems. Let me watch it. You get sciatica. You get sciatica from that. Absolutely. Nah, King. I need. No, you'll get sciatica. You'll get sciatica. If you put it in your back pocket, that's why he needs ointment. No, King. How you didn't hear that drop? How you ain't feel it? Networking game crazy. Yeah, that that okay. the, that transition happened many years yeah, ago many from years the ago. back pocket to the front. But my yeah. dad used to carry his. In yeah, the I carry it in my mm. side pocket. And I remember the reason I asked is it was fucking used, man. Like, yo, what does this dude have? And he's like, oh, and he always so, would be like, oh, no, 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 no. And no matter what you ask him, the information was in the wallet somewhere, like the phone notes. Yeah, exactly. So, what, what, in my wallet, other than my debit card, credit mm-hmm. card, mm-hmm. license. Mm-hmm. I have Pitches. business cards. Oh, business cards. Yours? Who that I need to connect with. About yeah, that's why. So my it's friend, like important. Like I have to do. You can you can I, transfer these. I, 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 know, I know. I know. I know. I know. Technology I know. we have available to us. Surely attached to the business. Yeah, one hundred. No, well, you know what it is? It's a time saver, right? Because if you want to if you want to run, somebody give you the card. Like yo, I'll reach. I'll call them back later on. Put it in the phone. You Put in the phone, bro. You can, you can take a picture. <laughs> take a picture. Yeah, you can take a picture. Yeah, take you take a picture of the card. Keep it pushing. It's an emotional connection. One hundred percent. Take a picture of the card. Keep it pushing. Your, your man over there, he, yeah, he, he blew, yeah, he, brother Christopher, blew your way, bro. Okay, I'm, I'm, the, the one wallet we didn't see connect. on the table internet was from Joy the Great. Okay, but. Understandable. <laughs> it's understandable that you wouldn't have a wallet. You would you would put your purse down on the table, and that would be bigger than everybody's. You got Bitcoin. I don't have nothing, right? I don't have. I don't even have a purse on me tonight. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, where, where nah, do you keep your identification, Joy the Great? I have it in my. I have my coat. It's, it's a. I have a little. I have the wallet within a wallet. So like, if I just need to grab something real quick, debit card, one credit card, ID. Okay. And that's it. That's it. That's it. Keep it moving. Re- real efficient. Real, almost like like that's like having a burner phone almost. <laughs> kind of like real. The wallet efficient. within a wallet. Yeah. Within in case a wallet. You have to switch identities in case you have to. That's how you somebody. do it. That's how you do okay. It. Card fails. You should have a backup card, no? Right. I have one debit card, one credit card. Oh, there we go. That's there it. Go. One one, de- one debit, one credit ID. Beautiful. Yeah, you might wanna. Cash in my front pocket. Talk to after the show. Oh, also sitting with I'll us. I'll show you how to transfer with us tonight out. is is our guy Barker Uses. Barker Uses, how you been? Good, good. There was a line at the liquor store, so. <laughs> that, okay, that, that's why you just you just pulled up inside uh, the recording. That's all right. That's wait, all right. wait, wait, wait. I want to see Barker Uses wallet. You're right on time. You're right on time. I bet you're thin as fuck. Right. <laughs> Hold on. I want to see. Get out. Here we go. Big pockets, little wallet. There we go. Internet's for our episode tonight. Sitting with us, we've got uh, an entrepreneur. Wasn't Keith Haring? Uh, I want to say a statesman. That's handmade. By? By, by the... Wakandans? That, that, <laughs> no, I'm not doing this with you tonight. That's um, hand-customized by the Sorry. artist I represent, Ian uh, yeah. Sullivan. Oh, yeah. Ian Sullivan. Mm. That was me. Let's, let's see. Let's see. Can I see it? Let's see that wallet. So let's see. Let's Look see at that. It's very neat, King. Look at okay. that, King. All right, bro. He's his wallet. It's a bigger wallet. Fantastic. <laughs> he, he, he took a, he took a, a like leather wallet and, and hand painted that. Yeah, I like what he did to it. That's a paint marker and it's sealed. Okay, it's fantastic. Can fantastic. Can he make my. About two months ago. That's dope, man. Would he be able to do a pair of sneakers? Fantastic. I'll tell you what, one, one of the great Wait, things I learned. I'm dead serious. About too. 
know about great artists who, who didn't like to pay people. Picasso would give people a check, and on the back side of the check, he'd do a drawing. Mm. And that became. So you could decide to either cash the check or keep it for the doodle. Yeah, I keep it. Kept it. I keep it. Yeah, think about that. I keep it. All right. That's that's crazy. There's a casino in Russia before they outlawed gambling in Moscow that would make really like crazy chips. Like the ten thousand dollar chips would be like a five thousand dollar piece of jewelry. So people would turn it into chains and like tokens mm. and shit like that. Wow. This is Man, dope. That was that was some czarist. Same concept. <laughs> same concept. That, that shit wouldn't work for Picasso right. today. Same. That shit shouts, wouldn't work for Picasso. Old Russia. On a smaller mm-hmm. scale. I mean, listen. On a smaller scale. <laughs> so again, let me let me try to introduce our, our guest in here tonight. Um, he is an entrepreneur, um, a statesman. Uh, I, I mean, I want to I want to let him describe himself and define himself. But I came to meet this gentleman several years ago when he opened up a retail establishment in Brooklyn, in in what was going to be the new Brooklyn, in the downtown Brooklyn area, an area that I remember as just being, um, being a place that you didn't want to be uh, after the sun went down. Uh, were you? Was that on Nevin Street? Ah, that was that was full. That was downtown Brooklyn. All right. Well, we're on we're on Bergen and Nevins now. Bergen and Nevins now. Okay, okay. So then that's that's I, that's when I came to find about y'all Brooklyn Circus. Uh, Internet. We have Ouija Theodore with us tonight yes. on Talk of Texture. Good to have you here, sir. Thank you, sir. Good Thank to have you, guys. you here, sir. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Good to have guys. you here, sir. So we, we went through. We went the through. Uh, real. It's not a button. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. No. We we went we went through some interesting times recently. Uh, we had the release of a blockbuster film called Black Panther. And the discussion, the buzz about Black Panther has been, it hasn't stopped yet. This is a movie that appears to be changing people's lives, changing people's perspective. You know, who knew that Africa was rich with mineral resources? <laughs> a lot of people didn't realize that. You know, who knew that? Um, who knew that... Uh, black people uh, could be heroes. We knew they could be villains for sure, but who knew that they could be heroes and in charge of their own direction, empowering themselves. So, so Black Panther has opened up a lot of ideas that I think, I'm being sarcastic, we oh, knew, most of us in here knew, but I don't think they got the, the publication or production on this kind of scale. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't, I just wasn't paying attention. Did everybody in this room see the movie Black Panther? Absolutely not. No. Okay, Ooh. everyone didn't see it. Everyone didn't see it. <laughs> who who didn't see it? Who didn't I see have, it? I haven't seen it yet. Hey, Miguel, you didn't I see Black I mean, Panther. No, no. I, uh... I, Miguel, I'll, I'll give you a pass for not seeing Black Panther because you're a Haitian. <laughs> and if there was any country that ever knew about self-determination in the face of colonialism, right. it'd be Haiti. Right, right, right. I want to see that movie. It'd be a fascinating oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let me tell you how Haiti went open ends. weekend. <clears throat> They get they get fucked and uh, a robot machine sends an earthquake there. <laughs> okay, that's one. No, the movie doesn't end like that. No, but um, <laughs> that's one version. I, I, I pre-ordered my ticket. As did I did. Joy. Right. Yeah. Right, cool. so we, I don't want to look like a right. Right. What, yeah, I didn't boycott that. it. Right. Right. I didn't boycott it. Yeah. I, I have the intention of seeing when that. You, when is it pre-ordered for? 
I pre-ordered it for Saturday, oh. last Saturday. So I did pre-order it for opening weekend. At Brooklyn Movie Theater or? No, no, oh, no. I was going out to Jersey. Oh, dope. Like, it was like a group yeah, of my friends. Yeah, we did it. I had the, the, the recliner what seats. Oh, you pre-ordered yeah. it and didn't go? And didn't yeah. go. Oh, it didn't go. Oh, I pre-ordered oh, and didn't go. Money's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My money's in for opening weekend. I just didn't go. Go to church. Yeah, it was just, it's just support. Know. It's support. Support. Yeah. yeah. Support. Ooh. You know, and then I figured, you know, we don't need that blockbuster opening weekend and the sales tank. You know, I'll, 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 I'll buy a second ticket for the okay, second so you, weekend so and you, you know catch it. You in effect do the double up. Okay. I'll double up. You see, oh, that's, that's nice. That's When's nice. the last time there was this kind of like for me? One of the movies that changed my life was uh, Boomerang. Mm. Right, <laughs> watching Eddie Murphy. Uh, uh, creative executive I believe He was an advertising executive exactly. Right mm -hmm. That shit was like Mind boggling Pimpin' royalty right? For sure I, I mean it's also smooth. When you think about That movie Boomerang And you look at the cast That was inside that yeah, movie that cast that, The storyline for me Was what they Sure right? sure sure but, but I mean Just for a big budget Hollywood film To be filled with Black faces Top to bottom Right Yeah. Right. And I mean Even this movie Black Panther Still brought in A white face Almost as comic relief Right I, I didn't watch it So no, okay. I, 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 I mean I'll no. spoil it right now for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, we thought it was GY. It's gonna be Dallas. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that's not our fault that you guys. No, 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 no. No, no, not too many spoilers. You know. Listen, even if I told y'all, y'all still will enjoy it. I've watched it. Right, we gonna watch it anyway. Like, I don't think that you can really spoil it. You just have to go. Because like, I I said something in the email, and you were like, "See, you spoil." I was like, "You googled." I said, "I got vibranium two for the ten. No, I didn't say you ruined it. I just said I knew. It. <laughs> you email to the internet, and now those who still haven't seen it, mm, mm, it's gonna Google vibrating. Yeah, there you go. Vibrating currency. I, I gotta be honest with you. Whoever at this point is hearing this podcast and hasn't seen the movie, kill you're yourself. an effing hater. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, by the time this podcast goes up and live, if you haven't seen the movie, the movie may not even be theaters so right now. There was a movie theater. Uh, in the nation, in the United States of America, that was packed with white people that saw White Panther. Yeah, yeah what I was at. Yeah. I think so. I was at 42nd Street. It was 98% yeah. white. Yeah, yeah. I looked around. Of course, bro. 98% white. Buying all but the, that's just buying the, all the, the amount of money that the, 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 the <laughs> movie has made. I. I yeah. Almost certain it wasn't all black. It can't. It can't. It couldn't be. It couldn't be. But even it like, couldn't be. Yeah, when you think of like comic book fans, mm -hmm. like yeah. the majority yeah, of comic go. book fans in general, yeah. like you know, MCU. I mean, I mean, right. there's more. There's more white folks. Yeah, than definitely. Black. Yeah, that's oh, definitely. It is. Oh, for sure. Without and, a doubt. Um, yeah. That. Oh, spoiler alert. Cause I didn't see the movie. When I saw uh, <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert I didn't see so, the movie so the I got the memes uh, The director I can't remember his name But the director of Black Panther Ryan Coogler Ryan Coogler And Michael B. Jordan Looks like they're gonna team up To do uh, The story of, of, of Musa Mansa Oh So um, Yeah that should be something. That's dope. First, first African. Who's, who's Musa Mansa? First African billionaire. Yeah. Ah, 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 ah. The, the kingdom, which is which is the kingdom of of, um, what, what's Musa Mansa's kingdom? Not not Wakanda. No, no, no. <laughs> the, the, what's what's the name of his kingdom? Um, oh, y'all on your phone. Somebody. Okay, wait, hold on for a second. Hold on. <laughs> All the black people we got in this room and, yeah, and yeah, nobody. I, I, West I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was waiting for Barker. I'm not gonna lie to you. I knew Jesus knew the answer. <laughs> All the my, black my, people. My, my phone of friend was Jesus and on we, that and one. And we ultimately looking looking to to Barker Jesus. I was looking for Barker Jesus. I'm not gonna lie to you. You can know black history. You can know yourself, but you can't know it all. You know what I mean? That's 
The details. Yeah. The devil's in the details. So Musa, Musa I of Mali or Mansa Musa was the tenth Mansa, which translates to Sultan or conqueror or emperor of the wealthy West, West African Mali Empire. Like he was the don. He had the, the, the riches, the power, the treasure, and uh, yeah. He's probably the reason why we're here right now. <laughs> he, he sold us off. That's a lot of bread. No, I mean he's probably the reason why we're here right now. He was probably like, yo, those those shepherds, those farmers that's in the fields right now that got pushed down from from the north. Mm-hmm. I don't really fuck with them. I don't really fuck with them because they got a silly god. I don't now, really, you, I don't really fuck with them. As a matter of fact, yo, y'all pale faces, take these motherfuckers. Now you tweet, take them out of here. You tweeted something today. That's parallel to what you just said. Uh, you, you made a. Uh, I, I just I just like to let people know that we don't we didn't end up here in America, right? By accident, and it, and it wasn't simply somebody coming into Africa and and a European coming into Africa and, and putting people in a headlock and putting them on a boat. Well, they had weapons. It was a concerted nah, effort. They, but they sold it. People, yeah, we were selling ourselves. Yeah, well, they, sure. they came yeah, with weapons we and liquor. Ourselves. I mean, it, it wasn't just, oh, it was trade. people yeah. on the ground. People well, on the ground. Well, sure. y'all, y'all motherfuckers stay right on the shore. Stay right at Gory Island. Don't worry. We'll set it up for you. Mm-hmm. Just bring mm-hmm. your boats. Because oh, yeah. mm-hmm. we got a bunch of people here that we don't really fuck with. Oh, yeah. oh. And I think the mistake a lot of us make sometimes is that, you know, we see... Um, we get caught up too, seeing the color of skin and thinking that there's something, there's, there's some connection here. When in reality, it's just, man, listen, it's just a, a, a chemistry melanin factor going on. And that motherfucker with the same color skin, you don't even fuck with you. <laughs> yeah. Don't even fuck with you in the least bit. But uh, but okay, I don't I don't want to get rid. Let's, <laughs> let, let's get back to the politics of of, a, of this movie, Black Panther. One breaking box office records. So this is an incredible thing where a a movie with a main uh, character, heroic character, who's a black male, villains a black male also, but but it's filled with black actors and black faces, does incredible commerce. Come on, you you just gave that away. I didn't know that. I know, but I don't. I'm like identifying. Um, man. Ahead, you got real emotional then, King. King got emotional. Oh, man. So, 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 I mean, this this is a watershed moment in, in America. Because if you think about the film business and its creation, the first blockbuster movie, Birth of a Nation, not not the not the retro Birth of a Nation, but the original, the original. Birth of a Nation, describes black people in, in one of the worst terms. Basically programs this country for the next... Hundred years. Wasn't it premiered in the White House? Was Brother Nation premiered in the White House? Well, dig that. Something like that. Yeah, it was. Dig that. Yeah, it was. White House. Listen, man, we live in a fucked up place. The world is about commerce, and when you're talking about black folks or black folks, and my issue with Black Panther is just that it it, it creates this sense, and it's not the movie itself, but it's the hype around the movie that creates this sense of you know connection with black all black folks are connected and all black folks are concerned about each other's well-being and so on and so forth like you said earlier dudes showed up in africa brothers broker deals you know what i mean handed over brothers handed over cousins handed over black folks 
for dollars. And at the end of the day, that's really what it boils down to. So even if you think that, you know, oh shit, now all black people have been united, and at the center of it, people are like, oh, Africans, the the, the struggle or, or, or the divide between Africans and African Americans, oh, now the conversation's at the forefront, you know, and, and, and they're all coming together. I don't think that was a major issue. The issue is when you understand commerce and, 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 and that, yes, black folks, there needs to be a certain sense of, you know, I mean, or people in general, human beings in general need to, of course, connect. But if we think all black folks are going to unite and if Hollywood is filled with black actors that are getting paid a certain amount of money and Monique is getting paid what she wants and Oprah runs for president and we get another Oprah that all black folks are saved, that's the bullshit. <laughs> that's the bullshit. That's the okie dope. Come that's on. The hoodwink. Have, yeah, the that's hoodwink. the bamboozle. Hoodwink. We had black exploitation movies. We had all black movies. We had Shaft that fucking saved MGM. I mean, I would argue that Black Panther was a black exploitation movie. Period. For for millennials, for sure. I would I would Absolutely. argue that. Absolutely, and it's going to open up room for I'm, more of that kind of shit to happen. I mean, it's not a documentary. No, it's no, it's no. fiction. It's, it's black, fantasy. It's black exploitation, and absolutely, it's it's money. It's the hustle. Dude's gonna take over Harlem. More superheroes are gonna land in Harlem. Dude's gonna drive a cat. Shit's gonna happen, and then it's gonna collapse, and then we're gonna move on. You know what I'm saying? It's like these moments. Black folks are waiting for these moments and waiting for these heroes, and these heroes come, and we look to the heroes, and we, you know, and when the heroes come down, and shit is back to normal. Oh shit! Now we're waiting for another one. Mm. It's like Shaft. I'm telling you, Shaft broke fucking records. Shaft, you know. I feel like can I say something real quick? Yes, yeah. I feel like with the with the Black Panther film, I feel like it was a, at least it was less pandering, you know? Because I mean, we've seen these black these black these black exploitation movies before, or like you've seen like even like a superhero, like what's the the Hitchcock where he's like a superhero, he's flying, but he's like he got a forty ounce liquor, and he's it's just cooning, you know what I'm saying? It's like it sound like a living color, what's just that, just that over that? just just overwilding, man. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's entertainment. At the end of the day, I would I I, I actually welcome that more. More because people don't take that as serious. But when mm -hmm. you look at a movie like, you know, Black Panther, and people are really serious about, you know, getting emotional and my kids, not it's important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely important. But it's but it is also important for us to understand that it doesn't start and stop there. Definitely. Right. I, agree. I think that I think the movie is important just to, to open the conversation. Or just to open this kind of market. Because personally, I am sick of seeing us in the same light every time we're depicted in any kind of form of media. So like like, I'm the person that's never seen The Wire. Right? Mm -hmm. Oh, stop that. No, Gas. no, no, no. Yo, I'm with you. I'm with you. So I've never seen The Wire. But it was a strategic choice mm -hmm. never to watch The Wire because I didn't, I, I'm sick of seeing us as drug dealers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sick. I don't. I don't watch the money and violence. I'm not watching this anymore. You're not entertained. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm not entertained by this. I live those lives. I walk those streets. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I've seen my brothers sell drugs, use drugs. I don't, I don't. I don't need to see that in the media as well. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying. And you don't. You don't need the fictionalized portrayal. Of right. It because you understand Cause, the cause, real. Because at the end of the day, I know where that leads. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm ready for the media to open this up. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I I needed this black superhero. Well, I, I needed this I, I, because I, I need. I, I think the mistake that we, that we also make though is when we say we need the media to do something. The waiting on the media, waiting on on other forces to to create these images that well that Huey Newton said that lifted. right we can't wait for the white man to put a positive black man in, in the media of right not. so we need the the 
what is it, Ava DuVernay, we need the we need the Shonda Rhimes, because those are the people that are going to depict us in the way that we want to be depicted, right? Well, even even but still, even still, so, so, someone controls those purse strings too. Sure. Oh, sure, well, definitely, well, definitely. People, but what about us? This is this is this. But is that's us. what I, that's what I was this about to say. Right. So like, this is what I was about to say. So like, just having this 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 type of movie open up and blow these blockbusters up so that those purse strings can be like oh well they do sell tickets mm-hmm. we can open the market up to show them as more but that's still than just that. I think they know this already they right? know that already they know that already I saw, I saw a report and they broke down like the the, the most recent black films you got Compton um, they showed uh, what went into the movie financially and what they profited and it's like they doubled their earnings, right? Always. Um, or double the profit, rather. So you had Compton, you had Get Out, mm-hmm. uh, Black Panther, and it was something else. And, the, oh, and it's just the narrative. State of the Furious. Do y'all really need more proof? No. You got to make more movies like this. No. Like, let, let us be in control of our shit. Yeah, the you thing is, I mean? though, See, they, they're say, never going to do that. As soon right? as you say, let us yes, be, exactly. that means you're asking well, we're acknowledging, for... We're acknowledging, I, we're acknowledging the... the, the, the the fact that Hollywood is the hub currently. Fuck Hollywood. Until, until I mean, be on, to be honest, you know what I mean. And yeah. this is—I mean, it's—it's—it's it's, it's, again. At the end of the day, you know, I think we asked. We we we're, we're we're knocking on doors and asking too much. Do you understand what I'm saying? No right. one. I didn't have to go ask someone to be an entrepreneur. I didn't ask my mom. I didn't ask my grandmother. I didn't ask my uncle. I didn't say, hey, can I be? Would you support my entrepreneurship? Well, uh, well my hold, entrepreneur. hold on for a second, Ouija, yeah. Ouija. I'm sorry. We we, yeah, we we've had you. We've had you speak now, and I really. We really haven't given our listener your background. No, 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 no. You didn't tell us who you were yet. You had to define yourself. You didn't define yourself yet. Because that's what I that they know about the shop. Sure, 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 sure. All right, let's get into all the books. Let's really get into your shop. And I'm like, this nigga hasn't said anything. He's here running his mouth. I love the shop. I cannot wait to get up in there and actually buy some shit. We'll land right now at Brooklyn Circus. We'll land right now at the start of Brooklyn Circus, and then we'll double back and, and get to your history. But let's land at the opening of Brooklyn Circus. What is Brooklyn Circus? The Brooklyn Circus is a men's clothing store. We started in Brooklyn in 2006. Um, I have a degree in history. Uh, African studies to be exact and uh, graduated from Stony Brook and then went off to FIT to major in advertising design. My mother was a, a, a panther in all sense of the word. She wasn't a panther, but she was a rebel. She traveled the world in search of, you know, identity, in search of culture, in search of things to bring to her people. My grandmother was a silent, you know, a, a, a powerful woman as well. I grew up around all women. And I built the Brooklyn Circus as a platform for us to express. I mean, I grew up in Brooklyn, born in Haiti, grew up in Brooklyn, grew up during the polo era. Where, where in Brooklyn? Where in Brooklyn? Crown Heights. Crown Heights. Crown Heights. Union and Franklin, down the block from Prospect Heights. Mm, F.A. 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 P. All Alive. Okay. Avenue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Home, Park, home, of, home, of, home, of the, home of the pillow nickel bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very thick. <laughs> <laughs> Very thick. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. A Brooklyn kid. 
Um, you know, again, went to Brooklyn Tech High School. Um, and, you know, shouts. Talk to and, and Fort Greene during the eras where Fort Greene Projects was raising hell, you know. Uh, uh, years prior to that, it was Deceps, Deceps, you know, coming out of Brooklyn Tech. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I mean, I built the Brooklyn Circus on a basis of what we we're talking about you know what i mean it's our history you know and, and and our history as it relates to us going back to of course 1804 haiti and the slave rebellions and here nat turner and all of that so i built the brooklyn circus for that because i felt that it was a story that wasn't being told you know growing up in the 90s you know we had 50 dollars, 100 dollars, 200 dollars. we ran to the polo mansion you know or we ran an mbo or we ran a century 21 a cop p wings and Teddy Nitz and all, but you know, whenever I walked into those stores, we as a people, me as a black man, and coming from Haiti, you know, in my household, I was Haitian. Mm -hmm. I was a Haitian man, but when I stepped out, I represented African Americans. I represented black people. You know what I mean? And everything, and that difference, you know, my mom or my grandmother didn't really understand because they were, you know, hardcore Haitians. But I realized that, hey, you know, I am a black man living in America, and this is before the killings. But you know. You had, you know, situations in Crown Heights that helped me understand that, dude, you're a black man. You're living next door to a Hasidic community, but you are a black man. Caribbean or not, you are a black man and you have to represent well, that. Flashback. Let's flashback then to the occupation of Crown Heights <clears throat> in, in uh, 1992, I guess it would be. Sonny Carson. You know, uh, well, well, I mean, th that would be before his his timeline. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm thinking of the the, the death of Gavin Cato. Mm. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel like that was that's a, a watershed moment in in the city, mm -hmm. um, particularly for that area of Brooklyn. Brooklyn was already. I mean, I went to Tech also. Sure. So Brooklyn was being gentrified in the '80s. Sure. Yeah. Let's be clear. Sure. sure, uh, sure. Oh, Fort sure. Greene and Bed Stuy had become a little area that that Pockets. that touched the two became Clinton Hill. Mm -hmm. You know that it. It separated itself, and, and Brooklyn was already being gentrified. But this event, the, the death of Gavin Cato, and then the, the subsequent death of uh, Yankel Rosenbaum, mm -hmm. uh, caused the area of Crown Heights to be under occupation mm -hmm. uh, for several weeks. And I, when I say police occupation, I mean people's doors being kicked in, um, just feeling the full force of what an occupying police force could be and i'll let you guys know during that time we also had a a black mayor yeah we also had a black mayor. with david Dinkins. Dinkins. He, was, he was in the last stretches of his mayoralty yes. but he was yes. we had a black mayor then yes what was that crown heights like uh, for, uh, before and then and then after the you that know, moment. again when, when, when you think about it before you know i was still a young man i mean you know 92 i was in i was a junior in high school and prior to that i was you know Again, freshman, sophomore, or junior high school. My junior high school was in East New York, um, PS 189, a bilingual center. But, you know, I mean, Crown Heights was a little safe zone for me. And even, I mean, and I'll say this to say that, you know, it wasn't until my sophomore year of high school that I realized, and we were having conversations in school about, actually later, 20 years later, I realized that I was bused to school. You know what I mean? I was listening to a podcast on NPR and realized like, oh shit, I was bust mm -hmm. to school. So I was removed from my neighborhood. My mom felt that the neighborhood was okay for us to live in until shit got better, but you're not gonna get your education from here. But you were bused to a school in I East New York? Bus to a school in East New York, the bilingual center. Okay. PS 189, a very good school that prepared kids to go to specialized high schools and ultimately go on to Ivy League schools. Can, can I ask you a question? Do you, do you, are you still in touch with anyone that you were classmates 
from in that school because Absolutely. that school's in East New York, and East New York has been historically uh, one of New York City's more impoverished neighborhoods overall. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the reality of what was happening, it was, it was the same thing with Crown Heights. I lived in these bubbles, mm -hmm. you know, because I was getting to the point of where I was homesick, uh, didn't go to school, and I was hanging out. You know, I had a conversation with some buddies before about college. Oh, they, we were talking about historically black colleges. And it was crazy to me the concept of going to an historically black college because I always went to diverse schools. And so um, a buddy of mine pointed out, he was like, dude, you live down a block from an historically black, I mean, from an, an all black high school. And I was like, word? What school? Where? He's like, Prospect Heights. Clyde Barton. I was like, get the fuck out of here. The school's all black. But mind you, I left to go to school at six, seven in the morning. Didn't see him by the time I got home. I played football, after school programs, didn't see the kids. And yeah, I, I mean, I mean we were, we we're highly segregated in the city anyhow. <clears throat> highly segregated. But I didn't realize that I lived on the block where the school was all black. You know what I mean? And they started talking about, you know, all of the zone schools were all black. And that blew my mind. So again, and I say that to say that I was in these little bubbles. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when 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 Crown Heights erupted, you know, um, then then you got out of the bubble. I got out of the bubble. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I got out of the bubble. I was always proud to be Haitian, proud to be black. It, all that stuff was in me, but I was still moving in these bubbles. You know, living in the hood, living in the middle of Crown Heights, but I was in these in this these little bubbles, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, family sheltered us. We had, and it was crazy. And I played this back in my head as I, you know, as I got older, we had a phone in the house. We had a freezer, separate freezer for meat. We had, you know, all these amenities in the house, stereo system, played my run DMC records. And when I went to my buddy's homes, you know, buddy's apartments in different buildings, like dudes were at the payphone, Jones in. Mm -hmm. Dudes didn't have the separate freezer with the meat because they freezer was refrigerator was empty and shit like that. I was like, holy shit, I'm in this building, I'm in the hood, but living in this bubble. Mm -hmm. So when Crown Heights erupted, I realized that oh, dude, you're a part of all of this. Mm -hmm. Shit is real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because things are a little bit better for you, doesn't mean that it's better for the community and now you have to play this community shit because it became the blacks Against versus them. the Hasidic Jews and it wasn't the Caribbeans it wasn't the Americans it right. was blacks versus Hasidics which is interesting too because I feel like there's there's always a schism I've noticed uh, between African Americans and and their Caribbean counterparts, Definitely. and and even then there's division within the Caribbean counterparts where yeah. people say little island people or big island people, <clears throat> or you know Haitian versus Dominican. So there, there are constantly these these like ethnic, if we could call it that, but but just kind of ethnic slash nationalist schisms that go on. So you. You found that the schism had been kind of separated, and now everybody, Caribbean, African-American, maybe even African, all found themselves in the same position, in the same placement? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. But it's a human thing. As humans, we learn to divide. You know what I mean? The gun, on, gun owners versus the ones that don't own guns. The short versus, versus, versus vegans. Vegans versus everybody. Right. <laughs> vegans versus everybody. If we step out of folks, and I, and I thought about this today, I was like, if we step out of the way, if we step out the way of these gun owners, you're right, they will ultimately turn on each other. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? So give them some time and step out the way. Let's, you know. And they will turn on each other. So, I mean, it's, it's a human thing. I don't think it will ever stop. 
you know, male, female, straight, gay, thin. Uh, it's just, it's a human thing, man. Okay. And, 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 and if you decide not to partake in it, you are part of the minority. And, you know, I've decided, I'm like, you know, I have to continue to refine myself and not redefine myself, but refine myself in order to understand that, hey, I try not to be a part of all these kisms and isms, you know. Well, uh, let's, 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 let's jump forward now. I'm, I'm going to jump forward to Brooklyn Circus again, um, because Brooklyn Circus is founded inside Brooklyn. And you you didn't open up anything in Manhattan first. You didn't, you didn't go downtown. You didn't... Why did why did you come to Brooklyn and and why did you come to even that particular neighborhood downtown? Well, the, the neighborhood sort of found me. A buddy of mine, shout him out, Woody. Uh, I'm a biker. Um, we grew up riding motorcycles together. Um, and Woody, I left the nightlife in nineteen, not no, in two thousand and two. I used to promote parties, Ramsey Racing. Came out of college, started promoting parties, throwing hip hop parties and reggae parties all over the city. And I decided, I got to a point where I was like, all right, this is, I'm not going to own a club. I don't have plans to own a club. Um, and being a glorified promoter just wasn't appealing to me anymore. You know, we made money, we did things. Um, people thought we were making millions of dollars and we weren't, you know what I mean? And it kind of became unsafe, you know? Um, so I decided to go back into the clothing business, um, possibly explore the motorcycle apparel, business um but yeah he, he he saw a location he was like weege i got a cool spot i think you should explore it's downtown brooklyn i was like downtown brooklyn open up a store nah dude i'm not doing that man that's not cool it's just you know um that's not that's not a boutique environment he was like nah when he took me to the spot i was like oh yo that's a re this is a residential neighborhood um but the idea was to open up actually a graphic design studio because mm -hmm. i wanted to design um Instead of, and I was designing flyers and menus and things for the nightlife. Um, and when I went into the space, I saw the space, I was like, all right, cool, I'm gonna hire a few other graphic designers. It was the earliest stages of web design. We're gonna have some web designers, some coders. I'm gonna have one, I'm gonna, and I'll open up a full fledged design studio. But he convinced me to go into the apparel industry. He was like, Weed, you got style, you got swag. Um, people listen. Dude, you should you should explore clothing again. I was like, mm. nah, dude, I just rag business is tough. Rag business is tough, man. I'm like, I don't really, I know how to get fly, I know how to dress. <laughs> but as far as buying stuff right. and selling and getting stuck with inventory, and and, and and I mean, for me, it was just having to deal with people, mm -hmm. you know, selling people because I was selling people tickets and blah blah blah. And I was like, dude, I don't want to sell clothes. I just want to design. Clients put me on retainer, get money. Let's move on. Um, but he convinced me to go into the clothing business. And I opened up the first store. It was called One Race. Mm -hmm. And out of One Race, we launched a brand. Um, uh, two buddies of mine, both of them went to Tech, Cheo and Webb, went to Tech. And they had, um, Webb actually went to Stony Brook as well with me. And he left Stony Brook to launch, because um, his artist, he had an artist, he had a rapper. He discovered, they discovered his rapper, um, Fab. And Fab had a big hit on the radio, so he left school. So years later, I came up with this concept, and we sat down and started Rich Young, which is based off of all the polo stuff that we uh, grew Absolutely. up with. I remember that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We launched, we launched Rich Young out of uh, one race. Made a lot of money. You know, folks were coming in for $300 sweaters and $100 <laughs> jeans. We were competing against Ibisu, you know. Um, but I decided to, I had two partners. We went our separate ways and um, launched the Brooklyn Circus. 
shortly after. I was thinking about going back into design and not even do retail anymore. Mm. I had done that for a few years, but uh, and launched the Brooklyn Circus in 2006. Man, uh, uh, internet. I got to tell you something. Rich Young, I loved Rich Young. I mean, I didn't, I didn't wear it, but I loved the aspiration contained inside Rich Young. Like Rich, Rich Young got it. They, they got the message, which was aspirational apparel. Like you might live in Crown Heights, you might live in Fort Greene, but you actually have a yacht. That's moored in Chiefs of Bay. Okay, you have a you, have, you know, you, know you, you got a Bugatti somewhere. somewhere. Ready, you're ready for boat rides, right? You're ready for boat rides. Right, right, right. Rich Young, Rich Young got it. Rich Young really got it. So, so you, I mean, you, you, you had it. Right. You had it. Right. What's that from? Man, I, I mean, aspiration. I mean, again, I'm. Being from Haiti and migrating to America, for us, it was about, you know, when when things changed politically in Haiti and uh, economic situations changed for us in Haiti, I was in Haiti, we were getting driven to school. We had housekeepers, maids, we had, you know, of course, drivers. Oh, drivers, housekeepers, maids, we were, we were living good, you know, and things changed and we moved to America. And I think that's where the entrepreneurial, uh, uh, you know, just, just, just the concept of, being able to start all over and understanding that, hey, you got to constantly reinvent. And I saw my mother reinvent herself when she mm -hmm. stopped traveling and settled and became a nurse. Um, I saw her reinvent herself. I saw, you know, other family members reinvent themselves. And I learned that at an early age and also that entrepreneurial spirit. So I'm constantly evolving and reinventing and refining, you know, self. So I think that for sure is where it's into my mom's a nurse too there we go <laughs> I gotta tell you something one of the most hip hop things is reinventing oh, yeah. oh definitely oh, oh, yeah. 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 1199 that's Love. the union yes indeed <laughs> my mom passed away my sophomore in high school may she rest in peace yeah 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 dig that dig that so I mean Brooklyn Circus when I come to meet Brooklyn Circus it's on Nevins and Bergen and I mean, even still at that time, um, it's it's very heady to me because that uh, area right there is just it, it's still uh, it's not the Badlands, but it's, but it's really kind of forgotten. Um, still a bit industrial, you know, still a, a, a bit nothing to do. It was quite random. It was definitely yeah. random for New York standards. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the year before that, I went to and because of Rich Young and because of um some of the other stuff that we were working on, the clothing, um, I went to Japan and realized that there were stores above ground, underground, everywhere. And that was the allure. And that reminded me of the low days. You know what I mean? Where you When go, a store was a destination. It was destination. Didn't have to be in a strip. Didn't have to be on a strip. It just had to have hot shit and you just, would find and it. you would find it. You know, and, mm -hmm. and, and my buddy Woody said that to me too. He was like, dude, we used to throw a party called White Shirt Blue Jeans and it was at American Park Cafe and it had, there was no address. And you'd have to follow other people dressed in white shirt, blue jeans in order to know where the party was at. And he was like, yo, dude, and I thought about it. And I was like, yo, if I could make that pop, we'd have thousands of people show up to this party. We did Hammerstein Ballroom and he locked off 7th and 8th Avenue. You know what I mean? It was so crazy. And I was like, if I could make that work, this place has an address. I could 
we can make this work. So Destination for sure, Japan for sure inspired that. And the low days, you know what I mean? When I'm thinking about we taking the Metro North or taking random trains to go to <laughs> Nanuet, to go to places, you know what I mean? Just to cop low, dude's like, yo, you can go to Canada. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> go to Canada they got different shit that, you know what I mean right. so it was it was just that concept for me was well and alive mm -hmm. and I was like okay if, if you build it they will literally come mm -hmm. and they and we built it we had no sign you know and it was just like because it wasn't you know we didn't build it with the purpose of you know being this boutique we built it to be a destination so that when you bought something there and when you experienced it you, you you there was a connection and i see folks till this day and they're like dude i man. did i did I tell us, tell I us. I fucking <laughs> drove around looking for this fucking store yeah found it back in two damn was it 2010 something like that and then right. went back recently last may actually hmm. for the uh for the haitian jersey for, there we go for, there we to go, go to take specifically to florida for Haitian Flag Day. Ooh, man. I, and I went there. That's why it works. We need, we, need a, we need a sound effect for air horn right now. That's what... Yes, that's that's why that's why we we do what we do, and that's why we didn't have it in Manhattan. I mean, originally we couldn't afford to be in Manhattan, and it was like you know, and I looked at what was happening in Manhattan. You know, it was uh, Numb the Gear. Shout out to Will, love Numb the Gear. It was Still C. It was um, Supreme. It was Dave's Quality Meat. We were out there, and I was like, listen, how do you compete against these guys? You know what I mean? I didn't have the money to pay the rent. We didn't have the Nike accounts, and it was like, you know what? Let's just stay home and make home a better place. Mm -hmm. And that was Brooklyn. Right. And it, it's the Brooklyn Circus. So so I can I can really blame you for first Saturdays at the Brooklyn Museum. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I can I can blame you. Know you, you. Blame me and Spike. You gotta blame Spike. Spike. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean I do I blame I blame Spike. I mean Spike I blame myself too. I blame shit. I blame everyone that actually experienced Brooklyn. And and really I mean experienced uh, the Labor Day parade yes. from before they had the barricades. Right. Boy, when you, when you <laughs> run right up in the streets. Run right up in the streets and follow floating in and the sun would go down and we'd be past land. the museum <laughs> dubbing on the <laughs> thing. And the Still Walkers came out, man. That's yeah. when you knew it was lit. Yeah. When it started, when the Still Walkers came down. But um, so <laughs> speaking of, of of Brooklyn Circus, I have uh, I got a, a Brooklyn Circus shopping bag, and I'm sorry I, I forgot to bring it with me tonight, but I went and pulled it out. And um, again, when I say you got it, there's something about the experience of buying an item where when it's put for you to leave, when it's put for you to go home and, and take it to your archive. It's wrapped in such a way. It's put together and packaged in such a way that you almost say, "Shoot, I don't, I don't know if I want to take it out." Yeah, the attention to detail. I need, yeah, I need yeah, to buy, yeah. I need to buy two of these items because there's one that I want to keep yeah. in an archive, just so that I can always remember that experience. Where is that from? Is that from your low days of going to oh, the absolutely. mansion? Absolutely, the experience. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I remember again, Spike, Spike's joint right yeah. across the street. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When Spike launched the movie, he launched the product with it. You know what I mean? And it was just that, you know, um, and, and also the low days when you're talking about going far out to buy something. And even as a kid, we ran up in a mansion with singles in our pockets, whether it be money you saved, whether it be money from flipping whatever it was, baseball cards or whatever it was. You ran up in there and they didn't just put it in a plastic bag. 
you know, when you went around the way, you went downtown, you went to downtown Brooklyn, they gave you thank you for shopping with us. Plastic, plastic bag, even if you bought a pair of Jordans, you know, but there they tissue papered and did all that. And I was like, that's the experience that I want to extend to people that look like me. You know what I mean? I was constantly, because I had the opportunity to go to these places and explore and experience these things. It was like, I wanted to bring that back home. Because mm-hmm. a lot of homies, when you, you know, and back in the days, you'd go shopping with, with a couple of guys. Like, mm-hmm. you want to come downtown with me? Because first of all, dudes going to try to dig your pockets. And if you got sneakers, dudes going to try to get you for your kicks because everybody was downtown, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and there were only a few guys that were willing to go, you know, whether it was because, you know, they just wanted to go window shop or had money to buy a pair of kicks as well. Um, but... The other dudes are like, ah, man, I'm good, man. I ain't, you going downtown for what, man? Right, you going all the way downtown? You going all the way downtown? <laughs> you going all the way downtown? <laughs> right, son. right. Why you want to pick in? Right. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be from Brooklyn to know how intimate that, that that line is right there. But you're right, you're right. I mean, you you know, you're not going all the way downtown. You're not going uh, uh, past Notion. Notion. If you live in Bedside, you're not leaving Notion. If you live in Brownsville, you're not going past Picking. You know, if, if you... If you're in Crown Heights, you might go to the Flatbush Junction. Yes. Then again, you may not. not. And you may not. You, you may not. Saying, you Utica may... was a cutoff. Yeah, you, you may be. I'm good. Utica, Utica. <laughs> Utica, right. If, if it's not on no show, I'm good. Utica. It's, 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 yeah. Right, right. We were like, nah, very regional, very provincial in, in our neighborhoods. Absolutely. And then we started to, you know, outside of downtown Brooklyn, we started to explore Manhattan. Downtown Manhattan. You know, homie put us on a Century 21. Like, whoa. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no way. Soviet jeans. Like, oh, yo, cop those. You know? And did so did you catch BFO before it closed? For sure. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. BFO, NBO. Yes. This, this, this. Yes. NBO, BFO, NBO, Daffy's. Yeah, yeah. Daffy's. Daffy's. We went all the way out to Long Island to find mm. out because they had the gray and green P-Wing. You know what I mean? Oh, snap. Oh. Snap, like, we're at Sims? At Sims, there at we go. Sims. Like, yo, all the way over there. We're like, we're headed there. How many buses? Three buses? Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's classic Brooklyn, too. Classic, classic Brooklyn, though, don't care how they get there. We don't care how you know, we get there. We train, get bus, there. skateboard, walk. Get there. Yeah. You show up, tired, like, yo. Before GPS, that. too. Shouts oh, to Brooklyn. Of course. Yeah. Shouts way to Brooklyn. Before, before internet, GPS. GPS, you wrote it on your hand. My phone died. I wrote this address here on my hand. Look, <laughs> he really, he really has it written down. I, I like actually I, I like I like that I love like where you are now just thinking about those times and and, and you're right there was no internet I, I wonder I'm wondering what how you feel about like the the hype beast culture now like, sure, sure, you sure, know sure. Howard and Mercer and you know it's kind of like like where you could just go online and see what the cool like guys like you are wearing sure 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 right and just like basically click and it'll come home it'll come home to you. You don't gotta be cool no more. You don't gotta be that guy no more. You know what I mean? You could literally turn into that guy overnight. Right? <laughs> but I think but then I, I I think I think cool and, and, and I did an interview with Esquire this morning, right? And it was about individual style. Right. Which sounds crazy because style is supposed to be individual. You know what I mean? It's it's not about, you know, how can I look like the next dude. If you, you're looking like the next dude, you don't have style. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, right. you have your own style. Yeah, it's supposed to be your own. You know what I mean? It's like independent entrepreneur. It's an oxymoron. Right. right? You know what I'm saying? Um, so I, I think you can own the clothes, you right. can buy the stuff, right. but you're not like cool comes with a certain level of you know self-assurance it comes with a charisma level of charisma right. and, and, and confidence know, research yeah, and confidence and you it's you because i can hang all this dope stuff in the store and you walk in and you're still not cool 
Right. You know what I mean? It could be the exact same outfit. The exact same song. outfit. I see a lot of dudes standing on Supreme Lines, and I look at them, and I'm right. like, okay. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's amazing. Like, yep. Yeah. I, I, I get, get I mean, it. I respect. I totally I respect right. these Kith, guys, too. Yeah. I was uh, driving down Flappish Avenue. Kith must have launched something one of these days. Last Saturday, Saturday. 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 The LeBron, uh, LeBron Kith uh, collab. That fucking line. That? I ain't yeah. shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I must already. Yeah. yeah I you must. You must. You must already cop that fucking line. I'm fascinated by that idea, right? That that you could just like literally, a dude could go online and see what you know, whatever celebrity or he thinks is cool is wearing or hypebeast post and you could just get that outfit sent to you where it's kind of like when we were growing up it was like a culture like there's only certain dudes that was going like you mentioned sure, sure. and it's just it, it's a weird thing to me right like you could literally dress cool maybe you're not gonna be not, right gonna, right you're not gonna be cool is that's an oxymoron <laughs> just, you know what i'm saying cool is uh and it's not even you being well, well, you're costuming like, yourself you're costuming yourself you're costuming yeah, yourself yeah, right if you're dressing yeah, cool then, then it's a costume that's it's a costume mm -hmm. just, if you think you're cool and then cool is you know i mean there's a level of cool that sometimes people reach where they think that oh shit i'm popping like dude you can't tell me nothing right. that's not cool that, mm -hmm. you understand what I'm saying real cool people are approachable real yeah. cool people have yeah. a certain self sense that you know should make them I work versus... down there sometimes I just have lunch and I just sit there watch like it. right and just watch yeah people watching is an Olympic sport that, it is amazing it's, it's amazing, amazing. <laughs> that like that 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 Howard Street there it's amazing. Well, I, I want to say that whole Broadway strip, that Broadway strip from <coughs> Canal up to up to the old Eighth Street. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, the old Eighth Street ain't what it used to be anyway. It's the opening ceremony. It's the most entertaining <laughs> twenty minutes you'll <laughs> right, fucking right. ever spend in your right. life. Just oh, watch sure. it. Well, that's the that's the nexus too. You got opening ceremony down the block. You got uh, Nike's uh, uh, Mercer location. Yes, yes, yes. Then you got the the little Broadway spots. You mentioned Supreme, the dopest shit ever. There was, a, there was a launch, and uh, some Thursday I was walking down the block to work, and um, it's a fucking long-ass line on down Lafayette, and there's a little coffee shop. Yeah, yeah, right next door. Right next door. Yeah. Who's standing there drinking coffee? No one knows who the fuck. James Jabia. He just standing there. Oh, oh, he was there? No way, James. <laughs> oh, shit. Just going to chill and watching his work. Watching his money. Watching his money. That's, <laughs> big. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. But what's crazy about that is if you look at those lines, and if you and even online when you're talking about high beast culture, these are things that are now being the consumer, the consumer of the future, and the consumer now is Asian. So yeah. as much power as you as you know as us as black folks think that we had, all this buying power, buying power. Uh hold on. Now you really you you are not the future. America is not the future no, of you know international yeah. commerce. Mm. You understand what I mean? Mm. The Asian countries no longer America. I mean, it won't be America or Europe. It's Asia. Will will, so, will the African Americans still drive? Uh, culture. Style, though. We'll culture. Absolutely. Style. absolutely. African American women and African American men. Women, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Women, now, absolutely. I think it, absolutely. Okay. Bigger than ever. Um, well, well, but then what does that really mean? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What does it mean? It means that, you know, you're the cool dude in the room that's still can take a cab home. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, are, is that where we're headed? Where mm -hmm. you're driving like, yo, I invented that. Yo, I was the first one to do that. And then what? You know but, but, that's, but that ownership has been at the at the crux of our of our difficulty since integration. 
since integration, we've been troubled by not owning, oh. by having all of the things um, that drive conversation. That that's drive a the huge car. conversation. Jack, Jackie yeah. Robinson but, and that's a huge the major league yes, yes, yes. and the Negro League collapsing and all that other shit. But because oh, yeah, all the things that drive the car, but not owning the, the, the title to the car, not Man. owning the, uh, you know. Uh, the registration uh, to the car. Uh, forget about it. That's okay. a whole other conversation. Okay, you know okay, I mean? okay. So we won't we won't open we that won't up. We won't open that in one. In this up. in this episode, in this episode of Talk Architecture. So, I mean, where does where does Brooklyn Circus find itself knowing what the future is? Does does Brooklyn Circus have any installations, any outlets in Asia? Um, we, we, we had a partnership in Japan recently closed. We had um, distribution in Korea. We have distribution internationally. But right now, we're turning back in on ourselves in order to, again, create the culture, the destination culture that we were built on. Mm-hmm. What happened is, um, and we weren't that accessible, but, you know, the Japanese wouldn't take no for an answer. And so we sold to them and we distributed in Japan, um, distributed in Korea, um, London. Um, London, Sweden, Denmark, um, Paris, but now we're turning in on ourselves. The trade show industry is a little rocky. It, it's yeah. shaky. It's shaky. shaky. My friend, shaky. my friend just came back from a gen and told me Ooh. said there's there's even more there's even more display booths than ever before, <laughs> but everybody has the same shit. So the excitement <laughs> there's more people, but the excitement's down. Down, down. Because there's no customers, no mm-hmm. no buyers. You know, you know, new stores are popping up, and new brands are popping up, and new buyers aren't popping up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, so with that said, it's 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 a tough one. It's but a tough one. How do you continually market? Because I, I know you also said you used to throw parties as a promoter. You know, you market lots of different things. Like, what are some things you guys are doing? Like, I don't. Not, you don't have to tell everybody strategy, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, I mean. Some of the things that I'm exploring now is gallery for sure, and I'd like to invite all of you guys. We have a small gallery within the store, and the stores have always been, um, as I evolve, as my partner Gabe evolves, you know, we come together and say we have to take the store there. You know, we can't separate ourselves from the store, and that's why it still has this boutique culture, mm-hmm. you know. And at one point, we had the hype culture, and I was like, it's just, it's just not, it's just, I'm not excited about that. You know what I mean? Excited to see dudes lined up you know and at one point it was like eh, it was cool but you know it's like is it really cool is that what you really want you know what i mean um to to to, to have customers that come into the store that you're not even interested in having a dialogue with mm. or or you're having a dialogue with them and it's you know they're more concerned about like yeah okay do you have a, do you have that size you have that size versus it's something you know engaging um that that's for me, I'm, I'm, we're, we always take the store wherever we're going. Mm-hmm. Gallery aspect, invite you guys out to the gallery for sure. We're doing a show on the 28th of this month um, at the Brooklyn Circus. The gallery is called the Rosemary Inez Gallery. Mm-hmm. For three women that affected my life. My grandmother, my mother, my younger sister, who I lost at the age of 25. Mm-hmm. Um, so the gallery is a photo gallery, and it's, again, a representation of who we are as a people um, really talented group of photographers. It's photography. It's not art, so it's not abstract. It's I do collect art, but it's photography. I mean, image, 
speak. So when you were talking about media and the media needs to show different images of us, <coughs> we need to show different images of ourselves. We need to continue to uh, open up galleries. We need more galleries that are owned by us. We need more curators that are showing work as it pertains to our struggle and who we are. We need more collectors who are collecting this work. We need more institutions who are educating artists, um, you know, uh, from our perspective, because there are a lot of, you know, all due respect to Yale and Cooper Union and all these other universities that are educating um, uh, our artists, but we need to create institutions the same way we say, you know, you need schools that have black teachers to educate black kids versus schools that have black te white teachers educating black kids. So now kids start to see them as authority and blah, 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 and the rest of their lives. Do we need, do we need schools with black teachers <clears throat> and black guns? <laughs> school with black teachers, no guns, cut the gun bullshit out, okay. you know. Increase no the pay. Defending. Yeah, yeah, you educate, increase the pay, treat them like the royalty that they are, you know. Shout out to Chance, the rapper who plans to. I mean, is he? Shout out, yeah. Shout out. He has a he has a um a nonprofit called Social Work, and they're doing a lot of great things in the community. Like he's my doing some sort of award show. Yeah. Features. Shout out Justin Cunningham, man. That's my cousin. He's like the, the he's the founder. Yeah, I'm getting to this. Yeah, he he runs a nonprofit, and they they sold out. They had a whole movie theater that showed this the screening for Black Panther, and there was another event. They had these um segments where they have open mic where they're having like big artists come through they're performing and the children and the kids are performing they had like what was the, the new pair of, of mics you would know this like the the red ones what was uh that's a red eight probably they gave oh, strap yeah. they gave the, the patent leather one the patent leather one, that's patent 11s <laughs> that's the 11s uh, yeah patent leather ones are, are 11s um yeah i guess the all red all red 11s the all red 11s sure. chance gave the whole school the, the all red 11s mm. everybody got a pair for free mm. and, and i thought that was powerful because for a lot of kids this might be their first pair of, of mics nah, i don't know if i agree with that well they should have gave oh, oh. kids to the design room right. yeah kicks I don't know about that, Chance. Chance, you just dropped the ball. As far as hey. I'm concerned, giving kids Jordans? Are you, are you I got to tell you something. You might not be happy. That's true. That's you true. might not be happy, but I bet you to a person, oh, all those sure. kids were happy. I mean, the kids, see, yeah, the whole concept. Excited. I mean, of course <laughs> the kids are excited. If you would have gave them marshmallows, if you would have gave them a bag of fucking, you know, now laters or whatever, what's the candy right now? You know what I mm -hmm. mean? Mm -hmm. If you would have gave them a bag of candy, ice cream, they would have been happy. But is that what's <laughs> necessary for them to become entrepreneurs, for them to to become the next chance for them to become the next Dallas and all of us. Mm -hmm. Jordan's like, I don't know about we that. Are you suffering from pain from a sexually transmitted disease? Come to the law offices of Jenkins, Jenkins, Jenkins and Associates, and we will examine your genital area and diagnose whatever disease you have. We are lawyers and we're an STD clinic. I went to Jenkins because I had a boil on my penis. It turns out I didn't have an STD at all, and they popped it right there in the office. Thanks, Jenkins. I went to Jenkins one time because my hemorrhoids were so long, I had to fold them up to put on my underwear. Thank you, Jenkins, for folding up my hemorrhoid. We're lawyers. We're doctors. We're therapists. If you have a problem, come to Jenkins. We'll help you. Jenkins and Jenkins, doctors and attorneys and therapists, and, and we, we also, also sell, sell juice boxes. boxes. I was going to ask you, because sure, sure. that's a perfect example of it. Do you see creatives in 2017, 2018 mostly catering to what they think they want their audience to see or innovating and doing what they are passionate about and hoping people migrate towards their ideas and support their 
projects. Yeah, I, I, there are a lot of creators that are doing it for the money. We live in America, and everybody has hopes or had hopes of being a millionaire, and now it's a billionaire, and to own, and to that. There are a lot of creatives that fall right back in that trap <clears throat> of creating for commerce as opposed to creating with the bad and, and I struggle with that and do I do you think struggle what Chance did is an example of that um, I think Chance is genuine I think Chance is genuine but the move on buying kids Jordans nah son if I was at the table I was part of that marketing team or whatever it is shout out to I mean not shout out but what Drake did gave out a million dollars that's come on dude that's marketing budget I don't I don't you know what I mean and I've never given out a million dollars you know what I mean but mm -hmm. at the end of the day I think it's all marketing and there's a lot more to be done and I'll turn the heat on myself and say hey we I wake up every day and I meditate in the morning and I say to myself I need to do more yes I have certain financial goals but I need to do more as a creative you know what I mean um, we're not perfect but to give kids to go around and shoot a video for a song um, and give you know families money of course it's knee-jerk shit it's you know folks are gonna cry and it's good intentions but it's a marketing play well, I'll, I'll tell you what what you're, what you're speaking of is well-meaning as opposed to efficacy yes it doesn't okay. it doesn't necessarily work you meant well and i'm from haiti and i'll tell you firsthand there's a lot of shit money going in dude it, it is it working? How does it work? Do you, mm -hmm. really, you know what I mean? And again, we don't, yeah, sometimes you want, you want to get the experts involved in the process of figuring out like, how do we spend this? How do we really make this work? You know? Um, but some of it is clearly like, yo, we're going to get the, the kids going to be hype, right? Word, yeah. the kids going to be hype. They're going to get joints. Oh, yeah. and do it. That's a great idea. Yeah. Oh, boom, boom. And we get the kids. Oh, the kids go crazy. What are your grades, my man? What are your aspirations, my man? Do you all want to be uh, rappers and basketball players? Get the fuck out of here. We need plumbers. We need electricians. We need vocational schools. We're all not going to go to college. We're all not going to get a 3.5 or a 4.0. You get it. We, we need the best motherfucking bus driver you can we be. We need the best. The, we need bus drivers that smile and say good morning. Good morning. Fantastic. And sorry if you have to say good morning because you, your shift started at 4 a.m. You know what I mean? I heard a, a, a fella that I know and he said... Um, he said, man, sometimes people go on the bus and they're telling me good morning. It's like 10 o'clock, dude. I've been on this shift since 4 o'clock. Fuck what? It's fucking morning to me, my dude. Mm -hmm. It's 10 o'clock. You've been there since 6 in the morning. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I've been at my shop. Excuse my language, but I've been at my shop since 12. And if I'm there till <laughs> 6.30 and 7 o'clock, somebody walks through that door. I'm going to say, how you doing? Welcome to Brooklyn Circus. Yeah, let me know if you have any questions, all right? And if you see anything, feel free to unfold it. Let me know if we have a dress room. I'm going to run through the process of letting you know that I'm here for you. Yes, we're boutique. Yes, it looks mm -hmm. she-she, but no, unfold everything. How's your day? And, uh, 7 o'clock, and if you show up at 6.59 and you decide to stay till 7.45, I'm going to give you service. Mm -hmm. and if you're trying shit on, I'm going to give you service. So we need bus drivers that smile and say good morning to mm -hmm. Well, yeah, what gave that you? sucks. That's yeah. boring. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I like Drake. Who's Drake like, dating? Drake, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, let's talk about who he's dating. Right, right, right. right let's right, get back in the Matrix. Black China, J Lo dating. Let's get Black back China, in the 
dating black? Who's dating black China? Black China. What's a sex tape? This is yeah, off, yeah, off yeah, her head. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm good. That was, yeah, 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 yeah. that was a horrible sex tape. It, it wasn't was, even a sex tape. Wait, who has a sex tape? I mean, there was a sex act performed. You saw the way I just took it right to the do. Please do. Take us right to the Matrix. That's what JC did, Back into the Matrix. Keeps it heavy, and then he'll drop a little bit of that fuckery for us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. by accident in that video. Yeah, yeah. Who is she in the sex tape with? We don't even know there was another person. Right. Poor, like, poor. She was in a video with poor guy because that was that was that was horrible. Like she was not. Could have been. Poor guy. He's a poor guy to me because like she she didn't she didn't want to do it. She she wasn't enthused. It's like then why are you doing it? But then again, is that was that the whole? Because I just saw like a little small splice of a clip. Like I didn't. Like was it was it that was, was it? the whole thing? Oh wow! <laughs> well, that's, that's good because that means she's thing. not as slimy as we think. She is. <laughs> right? Because when you did, think, did it get any better? Nah, it got worse. It, it got, got worse. Okay. You watched the whole thing? How long is it? I would say seventy percent of it. Okay, <laughs> that's the whole thing. That's, that's the whole thing. Because I mean, you were so deep in, you said, "Wait a minute, I've, I've got to hang on now. Was, it's gonna get better. I, I, it's gonna get better." I Went to my go-to porn site. That shit was on the front page. I was like, nah, this isn't for real. This shit isn't his favorite. What he used for the culture? Uh, XNXX.com? Yeah. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, well, oh, snap. Black China, man. I missed that. Yo, okay. I missed that. I, I, you know what I do? I go, that's I go your go to website and I figure out I'm a what, what's, what's popping. <laughs> and then I go get the What's popping? Mm, brilliant. Shout out the internet. <laughs> <laughs> internet. The internet remains undefeated. It remains undefeated. Always. See what we just did? That easy. That easy. That easy. It's just right off. Sway. I love it. You know what I mean? I love that. But nah, but we're 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 going to. We're going to. We're going to. We're uh, our ads gotta be like payday loans. Flashlight, flashlight, and flashlight about Drake. Let's talk about Drake. Morning show. Who's Drake dating now? We might get Bevel. We might get Bevel. Yeah, yeah, we'll get Bevel. I think I got an in on Bevel. Can we get some Selena on? Can we get some Selena on bars? I got an in on Bevel. I got Bevel on email. Tristan, I got him on email. I just like the jingle. Tristan's a superstar. There's like five. Silicone Black Silicone Valley Superstar Shout to them man And shout out My, my guy Ben Horowitz too man. Ben, ben 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 Boz You know Right Hey right many, there what, Which other ones are there There's Boz There's Tristan There's With the With the uh, what, I mean with, like, There's no more There's no more Dr. Zizmore no, nah. oh. like, like like black tech superstars, like San Francisco based. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay, okay. What okay. are they? Like, um, it's like three. Or we need communities, man. We used to stop singling folks out. We yeah. for invite me to Y Combinator, guys. Yeah. Yeah. We're listening. <laughs> we, need, we need them Y Combinator <laughs> invites. Man. San Francisco's like yeah. how many? But I'm, I'm telling you, exactly. black billionaires are like the Sith. Yeah, they can only be two. Yeah, they can only yeah. two. Yeah. Okay, master and the apprentice. They can only be room for. To one superhero movie, I walked out the theater and I saw like five or six other ones being advertised. And I was like, "Oh shit!" A lot of other superhero movies, but one. <laughs> that, that Venom tried to look kind of fire. The Luke show. Uh, no Netflix. Luke no. Cage. Luke Cage. Yeah. No, the yeah. YouTube show you mentioned earlier that you didn't want to. Money and violence. Oh, money and violence. Yeah, yeah. Won't watch it. Well, I know you won't yeah. watch it, but that's an example of a dude that was just like, "Yo, man." 
I'm gonna get it. Gotta, uh, yeah. There's a new one though. Well, I, I don't know the name myself. of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then couple. they and then they fell apart. They fell apart. Yeah, because when they went to title. Yeah. No, no disrespect. But I heard. But I, I heard it got on some ego. I don't want to pay. I don't know. Like I said, I don't watch these shows. I think the minute you get corporate dollars into these kind of things, the shit falls apart. Yeah. Either creatively or just shit gets weird, right? Like I believe that it had no one paid attention. That should have still be definitely. I honestly believe that. So when this gets big, I don't want y'all to y'all to get funny oh, no, on me. You have a meeting right, 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 record label, right, on Instagram, right. It's a rap. Dallas gonna hit us with a. You only work two episodes. I don't know. Sign this. Sign this. Yeah, it's not even the sign. Just the meeting. Right. Entertaining these. Right, because I think that's what it gets down to. You, you're on the elevator arguing yeah. on the way downstairs yes yes yeah. yo we should do it he was right yo, about that part where, when he was so, I've seen it I've been in those right. I've been in those as well <laughs> absolutely yo we should do it yo come on man you too militant yo, I'm <laughs> not doing that yo come on. yo this is the opportunity man we, we spoke about this that ass really but yeah. yo come on and absolutely that one absolutely. thing he said though he's that, right he's right, right man like how we gonna know we that's it. Yo, you, you know, you know, you know. Let's just let's just stop. Let's just stop right. the corner right now. Let's just stop the corner right now. Okay. All right. I think the know. guy that's caused that argument. Yes. I've been on both sides. Mm-hmm. Right? I've been on many a time. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a it's an interesting thing, man. Because like you think when you get to see at the table, you're gonna be that dude, right? Dude. I'm from where you from. Dude. Dude. We're gonna do. Bullshit. So, 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 so now, I mean, now I'm excited. What is, what's the antidote for, for that mood? What's the antidote for, for, for being in that space and not falling apart? Because I, I again, that's how you are, you are the success story, too. Nah, I don't know about this. We're still, we still got a, lot, a long way to go. Well, you're still evolving, but, but I mean, you've gotten to this point. When you go into that meeting, what is, what's the attitude? The hundred year plan. The hundred year, year plan. Plans. You can walk out of these meetings. You can respectfully decline. You can respectfully um, understand that you know that partnership might not necessarily be what you need. You know what I mean? A hundred year plan. And, and 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 in my you know for me my experience that's sort of how I was able to you know kind of get everybody back on the table. Like yes, guys, we met with the superhero of. You know our culture. Yes, we were talking about fifty million dollars versus three hundred million dollars. You know what I mean? Yes, these conversations okay, but at the end of the day, it's like a hundred year plan. A hundred year plan states that we need to own certain things. We need to continue to build. I mean, if we're just thinking about like, hey, you know, we're in business for we're in business now twelve years, and some of these meetings were happening on year five, year six. You know, shit was hot and popping. Year seven, I'm like, dude, we have to hold tight and figure out and really understand who we are and what we mean to the culture and what we mean to ourselves because to these guys if you're in the room all you mean to them is a paycheck money 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 get this dude to china for six months get him to china for three months three to six months get him back here get a publicist get him out there 
You're dancing. Shocking job. You're doing it. Yeah, you're doing it all. Mind time. You're doing it all. You're showing up and you're champagne. You're da, 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 da. And it all leads to how do we make more money out of this dude? You know, and there's a window because they're black. There's a there's an urban window. My partner's Hispanic, but it's still urban. It's mm-hmm. it's 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 uh, uh, Willie Esco and you know what I'm saying, Damon and Fubu coming together. You know what I mean? So it's just it's really about the bottom line. Let's make money. How fast do we get them to make? How fast do we get them to Marshalls and TJ Maxx and, 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 and all those doors and make money? Mm-hmm. It's not about the culture. Mm-hmm. The culture is a very small part of it. And if you don't understand that, they look at you like, yo, dude. We just wanted them uppity niggas. You just wanted them uppity niggas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it's too smart. <laughs> but it's too I, I'm going to give you your props. <laughs> Shit hurts. I don't want to make money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all want to make money. Do you want right the money? <laughs> Do you not want the money? I've been conversations. You said you wanted to. You wanted the money. You want to make money, right? Yeah, but not like, like that. that. Mm-hmm. Hey, not like that. Do you remember, like, there's a, there a brand, there's one specific brand that was around Artful Dodger. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, and yeah. They, 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 they Scott, the Scott, they Scott. Yeah, I know Scott. Yeah, I know Scott. They, yeah, that's good. They got. They took the bread. They took the bread. This guy, yeah, we've yeah. been in those. <laughs> yeah, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, I, that's not. That's not. That's Scott. That's not ten deep. Langton. Scott. No, no, oh, no. It's Scott Langton. Okay. It's Scott Langton. English. Okay. Ten deep is Scott Sasso. Yeah, yes, Scott. yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. Scott Langton. Yeah. Scott took the money. Scott was good. Yeah. Scott's all right. He yeah. tried to launch a couple other things. Shout out I love all those brands. I remember yeah. um, PMB Nation. I I remember. I, I knew Haitian McGill for many years. Mm-hmm. You held PMB down. I did because he he walked into Union with the shirts himself. Mm. I was there. Oh yeah. He handed them to James. Straight up. And I saw them. You know what I mean? I met him. I spoke to him. So that was it. He had me for life, right? And then it took a little turn. Mm -hmm. We we, but it always parted ways. No, no, no. We parted ways when it kind of took the turn where it was kind of like not really. You know what I mean? But. Remember but I mean, Fresh but Jive? I mean, he, he went, he sure. went and got the money. All I mean, all he went and got the money. And, 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 and you talk about going into Macy's door. Yeah. But, but, but they, they look at you going into Macy's door. Then they look at you going into Bloomingdale's door. Then they say, okay, now we're going to end up in Marshall's door. Now, so, so. It's actually Bloomies, then Macy's. It's Macy's is about. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Macy's, we were coming Macy's, up, Macy's was. Because of the low section, it was mm-hmm. that you're, thing. You're right, you're right, you're right. Stuff. Bloomies, Bloomies but is Macy's above that. Became, right. When Macy's opened up, you know, to Urban, it became, you know, the dumping ground. It became that place for Urban. And when, you know... Um, but, but there's still another door that to get dumped after Macy's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's TJ Axe doors. TJ Axe doors. the beginning of the bottom. The beginning of the, you know, yeah. The beginning of the bottom. The top of the bottom. And the reality is, you know... Making money was, you know, one of the partners made money. They tried to slim the team down. They, you know, I mean, you you, you see it. You look at FUBU with all due respect. You know, where are the other guys? You know, and you know, it's just a hundred year plan. I was like, listen, man, that's not where we want to be at. I'm good. I had to learn to streamline myself, my life, simplify things, and understand what's important, and mm. continue to refine. You know, um, have you have you so. gotten to the point? I, I'm my ultimate evolution. I mean, people know me as a big polo guy, mm-hmm. big sneaker guy. But my ultimate evolution is two pairs of underwear. Ooh, the oh. pair I'm the pair I'm wearing oh. and the pair I'm washing. Yeah. Damn, nah, Sheesh. I'm, I'm, I'm down in uniform. There are a lot of things. But two underwear. Yes, the pair I'm wearing and the pair I'm washing. That's Ooh. it. 
Damn. You got, you got at least seven. The idea of no living be, below your <laughs> no means. socks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that's what it's so foreign to a lot of people, man. Like when you have that kind of, there's a guy, there's an artist named uh, Brent Fias. Very, very, very dope artist. And he's had a huge, like, um, I like that. He's getting money all around me. No. Yeah. He sang a big oh, man. Oh, yeah, no, I got him in my um, Spotify. Dope, yeah, yeah. Right, dope artist. Taste, yeah. And uh, his manager's a great guy. <laughs> he won't go into those meetings. Right? Uh-huh. Straight up. Like, Straight up. Right? Like, you know, it's just... Like, yeah, yeah. His thing is, I live being on my, my means. I don't need Neither. to... I don't need to go look for parking. And then when I know, you're just not going to say what I want to hear. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So let's... let's Let's not waste each other's time. Yeah, Unless yeah. you got this, right. oh, you're crazy. All right, cool. Then we don't need to talk. No disrespect yeah. to you. But all due respect. Right. Yeah, all yeah. due respect. All, the all time. due respect. And I mean, it's it's fun. I mean, I learned a lot. It's freedom. I learned in that. a lot. I learned a lot preparing for those meetings. I learned a lot sitting through those meetings, and I learned a lot after those meetings. So I'll take them. But it's really, I mean, it's such a thin line between you know just reality and and and. and, and all this stuff that's happening. There's such You're a freedom a, in that, man. Like, it, there's a freedom in living below your means, sure, man. Sure. Because, like, sure. no, is I, I got that no for you real quick. Like, it's, it's, I don't got to think about it, man. Like, it's right here. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, right yeah. here. And I'm, and I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm right there. I'm not getting back to you. I'm not thinking about it. Too. Cool. So what it's I'm going to do is just give you yeah, that no. Yeah. Oh, hold, hold that. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've read books on the art of negotiations <laughs> and sunk through all types of shit, yeah. prepping for these things. And I'm like, dude, no, no. But when you release yourself and say, no, it's okay to say no, there's just a freedom in there's that. Freedom in you know what I mean? There's a freedom in, in being able to know that you can say no versus like, yo, we got to negotiate. Amazing. We got to do this. We got to do that. Look a certain way, sit a certain way. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck are we doing? That's not part of the hundred year plan, man. <laughs> about, <laughs> this, about this hundred year plan. Yes. This is the big, this is the big <laughs> gem right here. A hundred year plan. plan. Can, can you streamline it for us? Like my streamline, idea streamline. of what the hundred year plan is, I'm investing some money in something and I'm going to see really, really big returns on it. But like in time when my kids are having kids. Yeah. That's it. That's what it boils down to. It really boils down to knowing that we have, and I have it all spelled out. Won't do it now, I see, but I see your it's, point on that. It's 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 really about sacrificing self. You know what I mean? Because I look at my, my 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 parents' generation. I look at my grandmother, and they were heroes, man. They 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 left home, didn't speak the language. They were riskier than we are. They weren't thinking about, you know, fancy cars and blah, blah, blah. For them, they were thinking about putting their kids through school. They sacrificed so much. And now our generation, you know, my generation, I look at it like, you know, folks were just so centered. I mean, the whole selfie concept started, you know, in the 90s, man, where we were so self-centered. We were like, you know, it's about me. How fly could I be? How fly can me and my couple of homies you know, how fly can we be, you know? And then it evolved into, of course, the cell phone and me, 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 me. Um, now I decided to shift it into the future. And if I have kids, don't have kids, or my neighbor's kids and community, started thinking about community, started thinking about culture, started thinking about investing, started thinking about, you know, more than just me, you know, my employees and how I raise them and train them to ultimately become entrepreneurs. Because I always tell my employees, like, if you work for me for 20 years, I failed you. You know what I mean? If, 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 if you can't, you know, or even for 10 years, and if you work with me for a certain amount of time and you can't come to me and say, hey, Weege, I have a business idea. Let's partner on it. Hey, Weege, can you help me start this? 
If you can't do that, I failed you. Speaking of tribute, of which I, I saw you had a contest on social media where you were you had a certain amount of like new business owners that they came together with their best presentation. Mm -hmm. They would be able to have like their own brand. Would that would that be? Was it was there was there a a, a seed investment? Associated with that, could you explain a little bit? Yeah, it was it was a corporate check behind that. Um, Craft Craft Syndicate was uh, just powered by Dutch Masters. They came to us about um, they launched a program where it was about um, you know this contest to select a designer. They put out this contest to select the designer to collaborate with me. Gave the designer fifteen thousand dollars to launch a collection, and so on and so forth. And Drew Beckenberg was the winner, and we launched it in Brooklyn, um, so on and so forth. Really great turnout, really great collection, um, really great concept. They're pushing more on the music side of things, mm -hmm. and the reason I did it, um, they're a cigar company. I don't smoke. I've never smoked, um, but I felt that the interest. Yeah, I was smoking. <laughs> You're like, oh, you know, Flame up with us, Weezy! Flame up with us! Right. So yeah, yeah, they came and it was genuine. They came to me the year before about something else, just didn't add up. And the year after, I was like, all right, cool. I feel that it was genuine, and it was. An amazing group of folks, you know. You seem um, to get those opportunities a lot. Is do you? Is there an agency that you work with? No, I, I was, I was, I was represented by uh, William Morris, um, WME mm. at one point. Mm -hmm. You know, mm, he's in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you need to do. but what's great about this 100-year plan? Contract. If you work for more than 20 years for William Morris without starting your own <laughs> shit, they failed you. <laughs> Felt a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I but, think uh, like guys like no, if you I get do, a good I, agent, yeah, like, I, 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 I do a lot of it on my own. A lot of it is you know, um, because again, and at one point we were working with uh, uh, with a publicist, um, with an agency outside of uh, WME uh, that was fielding a lot of the um, you know things that would come to us, right. but I was. Saying no to a lot of yeah, I think the things said, you no, choose are no, like, right, right, right. I mean, I mean, the, the, just they got frustrated. You know? Just a simple fact that I mean, you're not that accessible. I mean, I really had to go. I had to go into the internet, and I said, "Internet, help me find this man right there." <laughs> <laughs> Shout out John. John Green was like, "Yo, yeah. Dallas trying to hit you." I was like, "Oh, I know the name. I know the brother. Seen him. You know, he seemed official." I was like, "Yeah, just get my cell phone." And he sent you. The DMs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And other cats hit me on the DM. Was like, "Yo, he's trying to reach you." It was. It was. It was. It's wonderful. It's, that, that's oh, why I said the internet's that. remain undefeated because love, it's love. like I I, I reach out to that or you reach out to him. You know John John Green. I, I know John. I know John, but I, I reached out to the internet in a hole and and John was is connected to me and John said boom here you know let me connect the dots. Connect. And he did and he did. You know the choices you, know? you make are dope. Like they, they, and, and so. I'm wondering like with, with whoever the agent is like he gets to know you he understands you right so. Is he filtering stuff and he's, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you're like, he gets like 15 and he like, yeah, nah, these three right these here. These three, oh, nah, for sure. I mean, shouts to them. I mean, they, they for sure, 
you know, I learned a lot through that process. Right. They understood what we were trying to do, what I was trying to do, and what I'm still trying to do. But there were folks that we worked with that got frustrated with the idea that, like, yo, dude, you say no to everything. Right. Mm-hmm. You said no to this show and this magazine and right. this thing. Like, I don't get it. Right. And they got kind of scared, like, I don't show Ouija this because he's going to say no. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But most of the times I would start with a no and kind of, you know, really... Right take it in and figure out if it's the right thing right. for us to do. Because at the end of the day, like I said, you know, this is not about me. Because if it was about me, I'd say I'd, I'd, be, I'd be on some Little Wayne mixtape shit like, hey, everybody's <laughs> joint. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Bring it home. Right. Yeah, that's important for a lot of cats to hear and listen to this show. Because, I, like, I know you manage an artist, and, and, and it's hard, man, to fucking, you know, Bucky look at stuff. And, and Bucky Yeezus, I'm sorry. Uh, to, to, to say no to stuff, especially with, with a kid that's that's on the come up, as you as you know, like, man, it's a dog, hustle. It's a hustle. And, Lean into the no. I, yeah, you say no to stuff. It's like, damn, man, but, yo, he got X amount of followers, man. If he... I mean, I gotta, I gotta pass on this one, dude. Mm-hmm. And, or, and the nigga hear about it. That's what that happened to me once an artist heard it that I... Passed on. Passed on something. Right, yo. Like, yo. Oh. Nigga called me, told me you passed. I'm like, yo, but look, man. This you want to stand next to this, bro? Mm-hmm. Don't give a fuck how many followers he has. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fit. But being the creative and being able to know that without, mm. quote unquote, manager. That's very rare. The greatest talent of being a creative <laughs> is also being able to self-edit. Mm-hmm. Edit, edit, edit. Being able to edit. Are there I any knows that you regret? To get better. I, I am a, I am a horrible editor. Even now, right? how many stage. years in? I, 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 I'm sorry, I'm that's sorry, right, Dallas. That's right. no, no, Because uh, the, the art of the no is right. It's an art to the no. Yes. But I want to know the no's you regret. Are there any no's Ooh, that you question. regret? That's what I was like. Because mm. that's an art, right? Yeah, so like, yeah. you shutting stuff down. But like, when the no happens, you like. No. no, and you feel like, Shh, yeah, no, mm. and it's but like, then, but shit. The hindsight, right? Hindsight is twenty years. Right? Hindsight is twenty twenty. So it's like he turned out a role for um, Black Panther. For Black Panther, <laughs> I knew it. He was gonna be in Baku. I don't know what that means. Because <laughs> you late, Jordan. You late. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Even the Jabari tried. And they rocking Brooklyn Circus over there. Wait, wait, I need this, so but I need this answer. That is, I'm not a regretful person, so there are several no's that I replayed and that I continue to replay and learn from. But to say that I regret not um, saying yes, no, I'm not a regretful person. But there are several. There are some no's that I replay. Mm. Um, but then keep in mind that because I said no, other things happened mm-hmm. that benefited and that I was happy with. So you, you, I, you're working with a hundred year plan. And, year I, and plan. I think plan. Yeah, you can replay, but you can't be regretful because well, if you. Well, first of all, even even as a replay with a hundred year plan, I mean that's like like when you're doing a drawing, you have such a deep perspective, and the length of the of the vision mm-hmm. puts things in such a, such a perspective that you really don't there's really no space for regret sure. because you're still moving, We're still moving. and you st- and you still got your eye on a longer bigger picture so the truth is even when you say no hopefully maybe that no could be yes because they catch up to you. Absolutely. Okay. Dave Chappelle. And, and they catch up to you in 50 years. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. That, that, Absolutely. That's a fantastic, that's a fantastic mindset. Yeah. What? An incredible what, mindset. What uh, designers 
This is a personal question. Sure. sure. <laughs> a man of a certain age. Like, I stand, like I was mentioning opening ceremony and that block yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't go into these fucking stores and buy shit. I mean, once in a while, she's all right, yeah, cool. They're making kids' clothes. They're making children's clothes. So, like, <laughs> outside, outside of uh, Brooklyn Cir Circus, which I am a fan of. And sure, I, sure, sure. Yeah. Appreciate it. What other designers would you suggest? Um, suggest I mean I mean I think every you know design there's a thin line between art and commerce when it comes to design and it's everything from furniture to um, clothing to footwear I'm referring to clothing to clothing um, but I mean I think there's a thin line so even if we do say even when I do say um, these guys are making kids clothing or whatever it is um, a lot of it is dope a lot of it I understand I, I, a lot of it I, I think appreciate fire so appreciate yeah. but it's just like Nah, I kind of see right through that. You know what I mean? Like, nah, you don't really mean that. Um, or it's like, yeah, that's kids' clothes. Yeah, I can't um, put that. Yeah, I, 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 gotta, I gotta be honest with you. Um, when Ralph Lauren retroed the P-Wing Stadium Series, I guess because I had some of those pieces, I went after that. Oh, you did? I did. I oh, never had anything from Cold Wave <laughs> or Snow Beach. You, I never owned anything. And you did, nice. And, and, you and I and I black did, and, and I didn't cop and I didn't cop and I didn't cop. I did try to cop, but I didn't cop. But I also thought to myself, I said, "Man, this is in a way, this is kind of God, just keeping me in my lane." Because I remember at the time when these things released, I was like, first of all, I was in a different space here in the city. In the city, I was very Carhartt camouflage coat, you know, like M.A. I was very uh, uh, militaristic, you know, and, and it was a dark nihilistic period. In, in hip hop music too, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. the the whole snow beats that all that color, I wasn't really feeling it. Plus, oh, nah. yeah, snow beats was snow beats dropped. It wasn't that hot. Yeah, I mean, uh, that plus, I gotta be honest with you, snow beats. I had a problem with that. Nah, I was like, what the a, fuck is snow, snow beats? Yeah, what the it, fuck nah, is this nah, this clown hat that they nah, have? It wasn't so that. And it, I have to be honest. I, I'm now caught up in the hype, sure. and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta I gotta I get, get this. this. <laughs> I gotta get it. I didn't get it, and now I'm 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 on social. I'm seeing all these folks with it, and I'm like, yo. God is good. <laughs> God is good. God is good. God kept me That's from it. Dude that buys a '67 Corvette, you know what I'm saying? Because he couldn't afford it in high school, and oh now man, he has listen, the money, or, and now you're or, or it's just people costuming themselves. Right. Yeah. Costuming yeah, there's themselves. There's a lot of that. There's a lot. As, as you know, as itself. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm thankful I I didn't uh, uh, fall for that. But uh, hey, I gotta I gotta remind you. You brought me to a little shop on Kentman Street years ago. Not not that long ago, a few years ago, called Entrepreneur. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, the Japanese place. Yeah. Entrepreneur. Yeah. Called Entrepreneur. Who is that? Yeah, it's yeah. called Entrepreneur. Yeah, Kenmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on Kenmore. It, it was on Kenmore and uh, not Elizabeth. Grand, really? Yeah, Kenmore. They sell vintage in there too. Mm, what did mm, they? No, they didn't have vintage. They 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 were all new designers. They were all um. Entrepreneurs, huh? Yeah, it was I called Entrepreneur, that. but it was grand opening, grand closing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. I knew it was going to happen, though, because the prices were just way too high. Oh, was it? Are you sure? Zero marketing. Yeah, I felt bad sometimes. Like, I'd walk out of there with way too much clothing for what I paid. <laughs> like, I know. That was, cause I you you, you like the shop. You wanted to keep them rocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. <laughs> I'd go there at lunch. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I could... They're selling this double, like <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> but, you know, it was it was a cool. It was a cool yes. Imagine, look, 
Oh, you want the address? My phone's still alive. Oh, my job is dead. Yeah, I don't, I don't like girls reminding me to do things, you know. <laughs> so I, I try to, I try to write it on my hand, you know. Siri can chill. Uh, old school. <laughs> old like, school. I like that you mentioned the period in hip hop, like those periods, like where it was dark, and then like, I remember a point where, um, after LL Cool J dropped that really bad album, the 16 Shots of the Dome, whatever. Oh. And then he did that Marley record, right? Was that after? And he did the Marley record, and um, he used to pop up at Mars. You remember that? He used yes. to pop up at the trip parties. And you could tell, like, he was just changing because, like, he was going out a lot, and he'd pop up at these parties and shit. Um, but, uh, what was a man that passed away? Uh, Ray. Not Ray. Um, the one that used to throw the... Uh, the, the oh, oh, Beasley, Beasley. Through the trip party. Beasley's exactly. at the trip party. Beasley was throwing these trip parties and, and LL used to show up to them and you could see he started wearing that colorful hat. Yeah, that, that kind of cross-colors, goofy, uh, yeah. uh, velvet kind of... <laughs> but but, 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 but you want to know something? Hold on for a second. <clears throat> hey, Miguel, for many, many years, um, rappers and artists, period, were influenced by club kids and yeah, by street kids. Time. Yeah. It's, it's only in, in my recent and all recent cool. history that the rapper influences everyone else. 100%. The rapper had to go outside. Absolutely. He had to come Absolutely. out of the studio. Absolutely. He had to come on the street yeah. to see how to present himself Absolutely. to the be effectual to the with, street. Um, Jam Master J, right? Jam Master, Jam Master J started going mm -hmm. out and he got the Pete Rock. We, you know what I mean? It was yeah. kind of like... Yeah. They started. Well, well, I mean, again, we, talk, we talked about earlier, we talked about those bubbles. Mm -hmm. and, and, and you're kind of existing in a bubble and it's, it's fine... <clears throat> until the bubble gets broken, until you come out of it, or until outside forces break it, break into it, mm -hmm. and then you have to confront the bigger world around you. You have to confront all these things around you. So the question is, when you confront these things, what's your response? You know, do they overwhelm you, or 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 are you able to? And you, Ouija, you were able to to not be overwhelmed, but to find the wave. Sure, sure, when sure, sure. when that when 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 the bubble kind of collapsed inside Crown Heights and you were able to find a way because I mean you had to there are swim you know what I mean you had to learn to ride the wave and sink a, you know yeah. swim a sink or swim, swim surf surf yeah. you had yeah. to surf. figure it out yeah yeah surf and and and, and get good at it because mm -hmm. the bubbles do burst and things your reality sometimes is shifted mm -hmm. and you come to terms with like oh shit something's different yeah this is not what i thought it was and blah 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 and that, that happened in retail that happened in you know the nightlife mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it happened in so many and that's why constantly evolving and constantly reinventing yourself and refining yourself um is important mm -hmm. and that's why 12 years later or 15 in total uh, being in retail there's still conversations of, you know, the Brooklyn Circus is relevant and what we're doing. Da -da, and now we, we're launching a gallery. I mean, we launched the galleries. We've been doing shows with that. We're shooting a docu-series in Haiti, um, getting into film, getting into media, all of it as it pertains to, you know, this 100-year plan and mm -hmm. Brooklyn Circus owning our image, investing and in doing things for our future and our kids and not about us and telling the stories that we're waiting for them to tell and letting us in. Now they should see that we can sell. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. We knew this. You know what I mean? And why do we need to sell this gazillion amounts of tickets and this gazillion amount of uh, whatever it is, product? Why aren't we satisfied 
with, and that's and that and that, a lot of it is we have to blame ourselves because we I was just about here. to say because at the end of the day it's still that validation like that that they're looking for, validation. right? Okay. So like even with our music, right? Yes. Like uh, the BET award isn't as as good as a Grammy. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. we still want that. We still want that validation. Listen, we still want the y'all. The BET award could be equal to a Grammy, but let's face it. But we don't you, want it. It's it's the Soul Train Award that you really want. That's the goal. That's the goal. That's the goal. You want that. You want that TV one, Lady of Soul, Soul Train, Fried Chicken, Popeyes, Two Piece, Biscuit Award. <laughs> Vanguard. And with that comes <laughs> the Vanguard. That's that's when you're saying something. I, I, we're not gonna hold your ass hostage, no, no, no. and we're not gonna hold our listeners' ass hostage. No, no. But I got one. I got one last question for you, and this one might be overarching, but I think you can hit it. What does lifestyle mean to you? Because lifestyle, I find to be, um, when I opened up myself in social media about 10 years ago, people were new to the word. Lifestyle, yeah, yeah. But now it seems to be ubiquitous. It seems sure. to be almost cliche. Sure, 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 sure. What does lifestyle mean lifestyle, to you? Lifestyle, uh, uh, what's, what's, what's the other word? Um, influencers. Mm-hmm. And all types <laughs> of Tastemakers. Tastemakers, yeah. yes. Game changers. Uh, uh, Hashtag for the culture. For the, for the culture. culture. Make fun of. It's fun to make fun of. Yeah, culture. yeah, I mean, again, I mean, I don't know if I can answer it in that, you know, uh, but what we do and what the Brooklyn Circus represents, like I said, my partner and I, you know, our goal is always to take the brand where we're going. You know, if I want to make films, the Brooklyn Circus is going to make films. If I want to open up galleries, if I'm, if I become, if I've become a, a more serious collector, then the Brooklyn Circus is going to reflect that. If I'm spending more time in Haiti, then the product in the Jersey comes about, and we're working with Haitians on the ground to make this product. Um, everything that we are ultimately goes into the brand you know there's no separation we live it this is who we are this is what we do um this is what we speak i don't have to turn it on you don't have to put makeup on my face and then say all right Ouija, you ready action get into that broken circus bearded man blah 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 ouija theodore shit nah this is how i live you come to my home you come to you know what i mean because it's 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 my truth because i don't want it to be a situation of you know uh, a situation of 20, 30, or 40 years from now, folks are like, the private life of Ouija Theodore. And he was <laughs> like, nah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this is who we are. This is what we do. I mean, I'm rooted in reggae music, hip-hop, Haitian compa. I mean, the 90s with the low and the rejung and, you know, sneaker culture. That's what we look... We, we, again, this is who we are. And if you understand that and if you do the research or... You really lived it yourself. I mean, you'll see all elements of it in the Brooklyn Circus because it's the truth and it's who we are. So that's our life, you know. The Talk and Texture podcast is a presentation of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to Combat Jack. Episodes are executive produced by A. King and Dallas Penn. All episodes are engineered superbly by Brother Christopher.